0: and this is your host Sean Smith. We are live and on the Leadership Boost podcast. Great to be with you again and uh, this is the Relationship Saturday. We are talking every Saturday morning about the most important relationship uh, that you can build and need to build which is in fact your marriage relationship. So we need to understand is that leadership is always about relationships it's always about how you connect with people and the relationships you build you can never progress beyond your ability to establish trust to establish that intimacy that communication that's necessary to build intimacy into a great uh, relationship. And the most important relationship that you can start with is the one, the one relationship that counts the most. And that is your marriage relationship, your spouse with your spouse. The, 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 the balance sheet is uneven if you're not reconciling that with the rest of your relationships. It's no good that you're a great influence to everybody in your department, in your organization, in your, um, in your <laughs> world, in your enterprise, and your marriage relationship is suffering. It's no good that you tra- can travel the whole world. Not that you can do that right now, but under normal conditions that you travelling and you know doing whatever you're doing and connecting with people and the the most important relationship is neglected at home that doesn't work i've worked in organisations and i've spoken to entrepreneurs been involved with people that uh, over the years that that area was the one that began to break down, and they were so busy building this empire or this legacy or the leadership influence, whatever it is. They were, they were so taken up with their gift, uh, going to places in the world with their gift or in the community that they began to neglect that one place at home. If there's no intimacy being built in your marriage relationship, and that takes effort, if there's no intimacy being built, a big divide begins to grow. It's not an, a sudden event. It's a slow, slow grow. Um, and not grow in the in the positive sense, but in a very negative way. It begins to, a, a huge gulf begins to grow between you. Communication begins to break down Defense mechanisms come up, insecurities kick in, and, and, you know, it's not just men, it's men and women, husband and wife, it can be either way. And now suddenly distractions happen, attentions get given elsewhere um, that seem more important or seem to be more valuable than the ones that you need, the attention that you need the most if you're going to flirt with anybody flirt with your spouse. <laughs> and that's the thing is if you continually feed and sow into that what a tremendous intimacy you can build. So instead of flirting with uh, somebody online um, you know they, I was reading something nobody will nobody will start a relationship with you online if you're not making yourself available online. So when it comes to social media, you know, avoid those kind of things. Make it very clear and rather do that kind of flirtation with your spouse. Michelle and I, we often send little little messages to each other and little emoticons on, um, on uh, WhatsApp to each other, uh, little notes. Just even if I'm traveling, I'm sending her stuff every day saying, hey, I love you, think about you. Um, I need you, (laughs) I miss you, I want you, can't wait to see you, you know, just continually because then she knows she's front of mind, she is foremost in my life, she's my priority, doesn't matter how busy I am, I'm still thinking about her and that gives her reassurance and that's continually building the intimacy. So today we're talking about what will the outcome of your relationship be There's a saying from the the Bible that says, let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. If we don't give up or quit, you will at the right time harvest a good crop. The thing about it is, is we never consider that down the line what the outcome is going to be. Your actions today always reap a harvest. What you decide to invest today is going to reap a harvest down the line. And if you quit now, if you begin to quit, give up, uh, begin to neglect the good things that you can give in, if you decide that I am too fatigued, too tired, too stressed, too emotionally worn out to constantly contribute to this relationship. Then what is the outcome going to be down the line? You see, we never consider um, the the outcomes. Stephen Covey talks about cut the cloth twice, measure measure. I mean, measure twice, cut once. Instead of Cutting and then deciding it's wrong is measure and measure again to make sure that what I'm going to invest and contribute that it's going to achieve what I wanted to achieve. Plan the course of your relationship. You say, you know, it's like we're in love, and you know, you know, is this uh, we we just enjoy being together? All that is great until there's a crisis situation, and they come. Life. Tends to throw things at us when we least expect it. And the the weaknesses, the chinks in the armor that we haven't dealt with, then get accentuated. That's when they get highlighted. Life changes in an instant. In a moment, things can change in your life. And then where will you find yourself at that point in time? Never rest from... From deciding to contribute what's best. Plan the course of your relationship. Because there is an end. There is an outcome. There is a harvest. What kind of harvest do you want to reap in your relationship? It's the most important relationship. It's the most important part of your life. It can be the most stressful. The most anxious. It can be the most uh, uh, disempowering. Or it can be the most empowering, the most valuable, the most precious harvest that you can reap in your life. I always enjoy looking at people, at, you know, that are celebrating fifty years of marriage, and you know, it's not all been one great fun ride. It's it's had its moments. It's had the crisis, the pressures, circumstances, situations. But they've been able to weather it all and been able to enjoy themselves. You've seen the videos on social media um, and, you know, those moments when, as, as a couple married 50, 60, 70 years, their um, their moments together at the end of their life and how precious that is. So what do you want to accomplish there is a harvest to every decision you make, to every choice, to every contribution you make. So it all depends what you sow into your relationship now. If you don't plan the outcome, and then the out, then the outcome you leave it. If you don't plan the outcome, then you leave it to random influence. So my notes <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I write things over and over. Okay, so if you don't plan the outcome, you leave it to random influence. Random influence. The people, you know, people have opinions. And listen, don't listen to people. I want to listen to people who have succeeded, not people who have failed. People who have failed don't have the, 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 the counsel I need. I want people that have been able to see it through longevity. I want to listen to them. I don't want counsel of people that are feeling rejected, insecure. I want the, the input, the advice, the the wisdom of those that that have struggled and won, that seen the outcomes that they want. Don't leave it to random influence. Don't leave it to to Hollywood and Bollywood and Nollywood. Don't leave it to the movies. Don't leave it to uh, you know, ro- romance novels. Most of these people have failed. Le- find good influence and set the plan for the outcome that you want. If you don't plan it, you, it's going to be open to random influence. Plan the work and work the plan, they say. That's the, <laughs> that's the way it works. And you say, well, it's my marriage. It's a relationship. Exactly. Just like a leader has to strategically engage every single member of their team, engage their employees, work out a culture of engagement, you have to do the same with your spouse and with your children. Mistakes, failures, offenses, misunderstandings, wrong comments are all smaller than the outcome of your best outcome in your relationship all smaller, yes, there are mistakes, yes, there are failures, yes, there are offenses, misunderstandings, criticisms, things said that shouldn't have been said, things done that shouldn't have been done, but you've got to consider they are all smaller than the outcome and the influence of the outcome of your relationship. I don't think we realize, you know, the little circles of when you drop a stone in the water, and those little circles go out from there. That's how our marriage is. That's how our relationship is. It affects so many people that we don't even realize. People are watching you right now that you don't even realize. And the effort you sow into it is not just sowing into your relationship, into your happiness, into, into your marriage. But it's into others that are watching you, others that are being affected by it, others that that believe in you. So it takes starting to commit to the best choices, action, behaviors, and habits now. Not one day, but right now. Commit to them now. What do you want to see? What do you want to experience in the future of your relationship? Then do the good things, the best things, the excellent things now. Choose to make the best choices, to put the best actions, the best behaviors, and to develop the best habits now for your marriage relationship, because it will have an outcome. Plan those things. Don't wake up in the morning and be moved by moods and feelings, because they are very unreliable. They up and down. We have them. We've got to manage them, and the best way to manage them is to decide on what choices, what decisions, what actions, what behaviors you're going to bring into your marriage relationship, what habits are you going to build into your relationship, starting now. Not waiting one day, starting now. There's an urgency for you to develop your plan, your strategy plan for your marriage starting now. And I'm not trying to make this a logical, analytical thing. I'm just saying is that if you don't have that in place, then it's easy for everything else to affect it. Most most marriages fail because there was a breakdown somewhere and suddenly other things, random influence comes into it And feelings and and moods and everything else and past experiences and everything gets thrown into the mix. And suddenly all the dreams, all the plans, not plans, all the dreams, all the wishes, all the pictures suddenly go out the window. You've got to have a plan to get there. And that takes choosing now. Choose now what you want for the future. All right. So that's from me for today. Thank you for hopping on to this video and on to this podcast episode of the Leadership Boost. And this is all about relationships, building great relationships. A wedding is an event. Your marriage relationship is a lifetime. It's a journey of a lifetime. All right. Until next time. Thanks for being with me. Have a great weekend. It's over and out.